Hello, and welcome back to the first edition of Clam Club. I'm your host, Bo Rosen, sitting alongside Josh Turner with our first guest, David Jockis. David, how are we today? Uh, it's good to be here. You know, excited to be on the first, uh, first episode and just excited to see what you guys have for me. So glad to be here. David, we're both excited to have you. It's going to be a fantastic episode. It's going to be a fantastic interview. I expect nothing less than what I'm, what I'm going to get from you today. I know you're going to be great at this. We got some other people lined up soon. And why don't we just get right into it, Bo? You got a first question? All right, yeah. So, uh, David, with most, of our, uh, with most of our guests, we're just going to go uh, right into it and just ask, who, who are you? Well, I mean, it's kind of a philosophical question, don't you think? <laughs> I do. Uh, and there, it, it's funny you say that. There will be many more philosophical questions to come. But if someone were to ask, what do you do? Where are you from? What do you say? Um, I don't know. I'd go to DHS with, uh, with you guys, uh, played soccer for a while, being into NFTs nowadays, uh, lifting. Um, interesting. So, uh, you mentioned lifting and that's going to hop into our first segment, thicker David. I, and that is going to trigger this question. Are you thicker since the, uh, lifting has begun? You know, it would be disappointing if I wasn't, <laughs> um, no, but like after, uh, you know, my season ended, uh, it's pretty much all I've been doing. Um, what did and your it's season been end? really good to like, um, I don't know, like a few weeks ago, uh, lost in our, in our regional final, uh, kind of disappointing, but, um, I heard there was yeah, a, I mean, one heck of a team. We could have gone farther. I, it's just some stupid mistakes, you know, uh, bad calls from the ref. I got a goal that was. Uh, not allowed, so uh, disappointing, but you know, there's more stuff in the future, so nothing to you know stop me from going further. Uh, any gym memberships and any inspirations for hitting the gym? I saw you were inspired by uh, Luke Barhume's thicker account, as they call it. Um, <laughs> was he a big inspiration to you to uh, get the pump, as they say? Yeah, um, well, Luke's, Luke's a very big man, he's been lifting for like two years, so. Mm. Uh, he was helping me, you know, get started, but um, that was like during when I was playing soccer and it's like hard to, you know, lift consistently when you're in a, you know, like an endurance demanding sport. It's like you burn Absolutely. a lot of calories, so you can't build, you know, as much muscle as you would be like as I am right now. And Luke's just been helping me out like uh, through his experience. So let's be real, David, really good. you got more muscle when it comes to NFTs. You're just killing the game right now when it's coming to NFTs. I'm hearing people coming up to me. David's, David's got this much money he's making from F NFTs. He's got, he's got this so, NFT. He's got that F NFT. He's got that Shm NFT. You know what I'm talking about? There's just too much going on. Yeah, I, Josh, I'm actually going to interrupt you there. I, I've, I've talked about this lightly with you, David, but I, I think we got to get into it. What is an NFT? It, to me, this is my uh, understanding. It's a virtual picture. Can, can you like elaborate on that? I'm very confused as to how it works. Why would anyone want to buy some little uh, NFT? Well, I mean, like, it's like a big misconception on what an NFT actually is. And I'm not an expert by like any means, but right. um, I got onto it because we had a kid in our, in our class and his name is Dennis and he made like over like two mil off of NFT. Shout out Dennis. <laughs> He's like, are you younger than us? So I was like, no matter how stupid it might be, like, 
I gotta look into this because like if people are making money at this young of an age, like it'd be stupid not to try and two million. You know, kind of fell right. down this rabbit hole. I'm sorry, two million. Yeah, yeah. the kids. Uh, the kids been on a roll. <laughs> Uh, on a roll. That's, that's why. Oh, he's he's wait, putting it on. very lightly there when he's saying on a roll. I mean, that's more than on a roll. Two. You're making $2 million <laughs> at our age. Now, Josh, Josh, are you saying on a roll? Like on a roll as in being on the honor roll system or on a roll? That's my Honestly, question. both at this point. I give him my stamp of honor roll approval because he made two fucking million dollars. He made $2, two million? million dollars. At, at, at 17 years old is what you're telling me right now? Yeah, and... You know, like, the whole thing started, like, in 2017 with, I mean, the now, like, famous CryptoPunks. Like, they were just given out for free, and over the past few years, I think it was, like, I don't know, um, like, a little bit after, like, the first year of COVID, people started looking into it, and they realized, like, a lot of money could be made into this, and now it's, like, its own industry. But to go back to your original question of, like, what an NFT is, so NFT stands right. for Non-Fungible Token, and... Basically, it's, yes, it's like a picture, but it has its own unique ID number, which means you own it, so you can take a screenshot of it, whatever. Um, right. But it's not um, yours. So, so I actually have a question you, for you on this. Hold on, Bo. I, I wanted to know, David, because, like, I see all these posts from, like, FaZe Banks, like, Gary Vaynerchuk, um, like, all these people on, on Instagram that just have, like, huge followings when it comes to this, like, type of stuff. Do you think that it's like because of the stuff that they post, it's getting big? Or do you think that small projects on their own are just like getting big because they're good art or because people just like what they see? Do you know what I mean? Yeah, so that's what a, like a big problem with NFTs nowadays is, is that like you can promote it and you'll have people who, you know, are in it just to make a quick buck out of it and just to make quick money. So they'll pump it a lot, they'll put a ton of money into it, and then they'd like sell after like a few days, uh, basically cashing out, but it also leaves a lot of people dry. Um, but now it's a little harder to do that because in 2017, NFTs were like a very niche topic, and now it's more mainstream, so you have literally anybody can create an NFT. So anyone can try to make something successful, but you know, we see like not everything turns into like a crypto punk or cryptodes or uh, doodles just came out with a new one that's, that's been killing it. So like, I actually have to tell uh, this story really quick. I, I found doodles a day before it got big. $200. All these things were getting traded to other people. People were buying $200. I looked, I looked at Max. I was like, Max, this, this looks sick. This will probably be like a couple thousand dollars in a couple days. The next day we go on it. The top four the top fourth NFT was Doodles. I'm like, are you fucking kidding me? Doodles? Like, yeah. you, like, come on, man. Well, the thing is, like, even if the art's simplistic, it's what, like, and this is, like, what makes an NFT valuable is more of what community is behind it because me and us three can create our own NFT, but obviously we don't have, like, a good core following. Like, the guy that made Doodles, I'm forgetting his name, but... He's a he's really he was already big in the. So NFT he already space. had like a and backing so of the community, is what you're saying. Right, and that's yeah, and that's the difference between like these short-term NFTs, like that are like coming out constantly, and those who that separate themselves from like, you know, who are gonna last long-term is like who's 
really backing it and the community behind it. So, I, I'm still very, and you know, as we know, I'm a little bit slow in the head. Um, is it a, is it like a is is someone going on Adobe Photoshop and they're making a little, a little, a little spiel of of little art pixelated stuff or like like what actually physically is it? Is it is it actually is it like Bitcoin where it's a uh, like a currency or is it an, is it art that is being sold with crypto? Well, obviously, like it depends on the artist themselves. Like people use AI generated so like art where it's like they give it a set of parameters like certain traits like it can have a hat like different colors whatever it can have and a it's hat more, it's just like a it's just like a template and the ai fills it in by itself and correct but me if i'm wrong like, david I, i've been seeing like a lot of communities just release ten thousand nfts or is that like the waves or the drops how does it work um well 10,000 is just like an arbitrary number. Like you can pick anything. It can be 6,000, 7,000, 10,000. It doesn't matter. Um, but really what drives the price is that if it's a good person or it's like a hype drop, like a good person backing it, a good person that made it, that's like known in the space, you can have 60,000 people in their discord and only like, even if it's 10,000, 10,000 of them being released. So that leaves what one in six not five out of six people, like only one in six people are going to get it in the first place. So that just, it's just simple supply and demand. And obviously, if, you know, more people want it than there is supply, then it's just going to go be more expensive. Is the, is the only thing you can do with it is sell it? There's no like uh, actual use for it? No. So that's another thing that, so back in like, I don't know, a few years ago, you can like create an NFT that's someone sold it. Like they made it off MS Paint that said like, rarest nft ever and it sold for like a few million so this has been around for multiple years now yeah but now it's more which one is going to have the most utility so if it's you know a good person backing a good person that made it they're going to send drops to like their community members like they're going to have like whitelists which is like basically like a guaranteed shot a guaranteed shot at a at buying like their next project um, so now let me ask you this when it comes to uh, just being like smart and what to invest in like do you think there's a difference when it comes to investing in nfts as opposed to ethereum or do you think they like play a part in each other because there's two totally different um, like big investments going on right now there's a lot of stuff on coinbase that's going on people are investing in ethereum uh, bitcoin like cardano and like all the like the small little Well, it's like all these NFTs are being based on these blockchains like Ethereum, Card Cardano is a big one, uh, no, Solano, I meant. Um, those are like the two big ones. Um, so I guess NFTs are built on these cryptocurrencies. Cryptocurrencies are like what people say are the future just because like the US dollar is, you know, dropping so much in value over the past few months, honestly. That's why like, we've seen a skyrocket in the price because people are realizing that their money sitting in the bank isn't going to be worth anything in a few years. So they're looking for alternatives to store their money. So some people choose gold. Some people believe in cryptocurrencies and me too, obviously. Um, but really, uh, NFTs are just built on them. 
I mean, like certain things like gas prices for Ethereum might change how NFTs are traded, but uh, I wouldn't think of them as like competing against each other. It's more like you pay for an NFT with uh, Ethereum or Solano. Okay, so, so like, I'm, I'm gonna sidetrack a little bit here. When it comes to NFTs or, well, not just NFTs, Ethereum, Bitcoin, do you think that like that's gonna be like what people are using that, as yeah. a currency in the metaverse in the future? And if, that, that's if people a, don't know about the metaverse, question. like let let us explain to you. It's like pretty much virtual reality, and we're gonna be walking around with virtual reality pretty much as our like day to day lives. Like seeing, we can still see the real world, but like everything is gonna be like technical, technological. Like well, well Josh, we'll we'll, we'll, nice. we'll get in the metaverse into a minute. Um, we'll get into the metaverse in a minute. I actually, I want to, I, I don't want to, cause that. We could easily get sidetracked into the metaverse, and I do want to talk about that, but I do want to finish up our conversation about NFTs. And please, our question please. for David, our question for David is, is cryptocurrency, Bitcoin, etc., NFTs, is that the future of money? Will eventually physical money be extinct, per se, in your uh, non-professional opinion? Great question. Um... Man, I should have. You guys should have given me time to prepare for this. I'm not. I'm not <laughs> an expert. I'm just a. I'm just an idiot who got lucky with one of his. Uh, yeah. Percentages, but, no, no. To all the viewers out there, David is not an expert in any stretch of the imagination. He's simply a kid who figured something out, and he's good at it. And he's not. He's not an idiot. Uh, don't like David. Don't call yourself an idiot. You're yeah. An idiot. It, you are. Club. You guys are. You guys. You guys are too. Too kind. <laughs> Listen. Yeah. The, uh, I just, I, I'm not, by David, I'm not trying to roast you by saying you're just a regular kid. I'm just trying to preface it and, send me, and so anyone in the comments who starts roasting uh, or, or, or pressing, as they say, you for not being an absolute expert beauty, um, just so they know, you know, I, obviously you do have a better background than uh, us for sure. I mean, I, I don't know the first thing about any of this. Yeah, so I mean, when we're talking about like the future, obviously if inflation keeps occurring at the rate that it is uh, people are going to be more inclined to put their money into cryptocurrencies and we've seen a lot more people that wouldn't even think about you know investing in these types of cryptocurrencies you know even like a year ago or two years ago you know they're hearing stuff about um, people putting so much money into it making money building their wealth um so it all depends if if crypto keeps growing like it has in the past few months, especially with the with the pandemic, um, we'll just have to wait and see. NFTs too, but the NFT future is going to be very complicated because um, I think Gary Vee said this. Uh, a lot of people disagree. I I mean I think it makes sense. Is that NFTs are sort of in a bubble right now, and any any project out of any random person has the potential to skyrocket but as people become more selective uh with what they're going to invest in as you know the price of these continue to rise it's kind of going to create a gap between those entry level like you know uh like those new nfts that are trying to get into the space and those who already established themselves like we've seen that with bored apes you know uh they've been taken off um same with cryptopunks have been you know, around for a while, but uh, those seem like a they have a very stable following, and they're gonna continue to grow grow into the future. But it's it's very hard, I think, in a few years to establish yourself in this space. But is it possible that we will, as the dollar becomes, as inflation goes on and the dollar becomes less significant, 
will is it possible that all money goes virtual um i mean it's scary to think about especially like if you guys wanted to talk about the metaverse coming up um i mean everything is going to pretty much be paid with in virtual currency so so it do is you think would you be possible um it's kind of nuts i don't know if either of you have seen like i've seen videos of like homes with like it looks like a a picture frame but like inside it's nfts and they're being like, to me it's absolutely terrifying place. it's just nuts like being displayed as artwork and i'm not like discrediting the art at all but like it's just nuts that in how many months it took and they're already like displaying this all over already worth millions of dollars it's like yeah. i feel like everybody just like finds like some new like niche and then they just start like everybody just starts moving to it and then everybody i feel like it's it, part of it I feel like it's almost being almost underplayed on how crazy the idea of the metaverse is and the fact that people are allowing it to happen because when you really look at like, especially our generation, people do not know how to socially interact, you know? Like people don't know how to talk. That Anytime there's any, in any awkward situation, people just look at their phones. And to think that the metaverse, people will only be able to, people, their their social skills will go to the extent of of talking virtually is absolutely nuts to me. David, is there anything that you, do you think the metaverse is a good idea? Do you think there's the benefits outweigh the, the potential harm to, you know, the, the, the social setting of like the future? I think that this could be incredibly harmful to like upcoming generations. It's, it's funny that you bring it up because before this, um, I was listening to Joe Rogan and Ben Shapiro. They came up with like a second uh, podcast like episode um, and they were talking about this too. And Ben brought up the point that like during the pandemic, older generations, when they weren't able to see people, um, it, it hurt them a lot more than our generation where we were able to, you know, talk online and play video games right. or whatever. Like it wasn't, it wasn't easy, but it was easier. So it shows that this, our generation is more technologically, I guess, advanced or susceptible. So now it's a natural progression of where we were and where we are now for people to be wanting to like express themselves virtually instead of in person. Because if you have to, he, uh, Ben Shapiro said, if you had the option of either facing like life's realities and presenting yourself as you are like in real life versus presenting yourself as a virtual character where you can look how you want, talk how you want, pretty much customize everything about yourself. We've seen that we would probably go with the second option. But don't you so think that's scary? Don't you think that's potentially like, like think about it. If everyone that, that could cause horrible self image issues. If people, online are, are, are exactly how they want themselves to be and image themselves exactly how they want to be in their head. And then they look in the mirror and you see natural like catfishing. human flat. Like you're saying yeah, it's like, it's, like right? it's honey potting. It's classic honey potting. If you ask me. Yeah. I, yeah, I, I think um, it's crazy, man. Like if, if you look around and like, and you talk to people, like everybody agrees that we've seen this before and we see like how this gets and it never ends up well in all the books and all the movies, like having 
that much technology control your life is just too much on your mental health. And they're just going to take over the world. They're going to take over your jobs. They're going to take over, like, all of your needs. Like, are we going to get to the point where people are buying groceries or on or virtual groceries? You know what I mean? Exactly. Like, and, and to add to that, you have to ask yourself, like, are, are the people who are making these, the metaverse, is are they doing it for the better of humanity? Are they doing it for the actual benefits that it could make? Or are they doing it for the money? And I, well, I mean, I mean, obvi- obviously, 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 they're doing it for the money. That there's no question about it. But it, it's very scary to think that. Like, I think the 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 what we're talking about, like how potentially harmful it could be, very strongly outweighs the coolness factor of like, oh, we're we're online in a room. Like, I, I think it's just the idea that. We're taking regular daily things like sitting in a room or talking to people and making them online. See, it was one thing when you couldn't be a pro basketball player, so they made 2K. You couldn't be a, a, a thug, so they made GTA. But the fact that we are moving daily things that everyone should be able to do to online is an incredibly scary thought to me. I think the whole thing is nuts. Like... The people Did. playing sports, like you're holding a fake football and you're throwing it. Like, how do you even feel that you're catching it? You're dribbling a basketball. How do you do? You feel the ball in your hand. Like, how does that technology work if you're just wearing a pair of glasses or a pair of contact or a pair of contacts? Because that's what they're like marketing it as. They they're not marketing it as like as a, a VS a big headset uh, anymore that covers half right. your face. You know. So they so want I people actually want to wear it on their like day to day basis. Right. I have a VR headset. I have an Oculus. It's very cool, but the thing is, you take it off and it feels like you don't, you don't, like know the difference from reality, and and real life. Like it feels like you're still in the video game. Yeah, I think the yeah. whole thing's crazy. Like I, I've spent like more than a couple hours in there, and then I get what? there like having a terrible headache. I'm stop. Terrible no. headache. Like it's it's nuts. Um, David, like, have you played VR before? Like. You know what it's like? Oh, yeah, for sure. Yeah. yeah um, my brother got an Oculus for Christmas, and obviously it's not necessarily there yet, but in a few years, five, ten years, it easily it easily could be. Um, but also what you have to think about is what happens to us as a society because we see countries like China are banning this type of uh, these types of games, you know, they're limiting hours. But I don't even think it's um, getting to like it's it's not at the point where it's the, a game anymore, David. China yeah, banned games, but, but this is like gonna be everything. No, I, but like if China bans games, they're definitely banning this. But no, my point is, I don't think they're marketing that, it as a game though. I think they're just like marketing it as like a way to like live your life for now on, like uh, conference yeah, calls, I mean, I, meetings. I, like yeah. you're gonna work in this place, you're gonna sell stuff in this place, like you're gonna dress up, like. I don't know. School, maybe. I mean, yeah, but what I'm, what my my point was is that we as we are stuck in this fake world. The real world still goes on around us. There are still real world problems, people in other countries. But at my worry is that at some point we become so disconnected from the real world that we completely neglect what's actually happening around us. And other countries aren't going to stop just because we 
as a society decide to live our lives in a virtual world instead of our own. See, and, and, and that, I, that can cause a problem. I, I think what China is, while it's crazy what China is doing, you know, with video games and, and banning lots of video games and having an inc- a crazy amount of censorship, I think it's in some way very beneficial because you have to understand, video games are not the real world. I, obviously, I mean, that, that's kind of a stupid statement, but you, you saw it Fortnite 2018. People were dropping thousands and thousands of real money on virtual, non-real outfits, and that's what the metaverse is going to be, exactly. It's going to be, take your actual money that you could be spending on groceries, on, on real, physical sh- stuff you can touch, and... and and putting it to something that doesn't even exist. It exists on a computer, it's nuts to me. And I think it's such a money maker because they're not gonna pay for a cent of, of any of this, like um, um, metaverse, like houses, metaverse clothing, any of that. So instead of like that, there's no like marketing fee. There's no, there's no fee to make any of these products. It's just, it's a pure money maker. All right, I do have to interrupt really quick because um... It's that segment, weather. All right, Clam Club weather. I know what you're thinking. Josh, Bo, what the fuck is Clam Club weather and why do I care? Clam Club weather is going to be the next big weather media part of the podcast. I don't know know what the fuck to call it. All right, I don't care. We're going to start with tomorrow. We keep it nice and simple. Nobody cares about the inner talk about, oh, it'll be nice and cloudy. No, we want the number, and that's it. All right? We keep it short and simple. And clamp. And, and, All right, and, Wednesday, and, and, 55. Thursday, ooh. 55. Yeah. Friday, 42. Okay. Sunday, 40. Right. Monday, 41. Tuesday, 54. And okay. Wednesday, 56. As of recording, today it's Wednesday, so I read it to next Wednesday. All right? And that's what now, you're going to get, and that's how you're going to like it. Bo, hold on take a it away. Any, any rain in there, Josh? Oh, any rain? Um. Because really... What do we care about? Do we care about clouds? No. We care about, can I take my nice car out or do I take the beater car out? Do I take my nice shoes out or do I take the beater car out or beater shoes out? That's yeah, what I we want to know. I, That's what the listen, people want to know. Tell us, Josh. I'll tell you right now. I, I'm pretty sure nobody's going to take their beater car out, but you know, here's what we'll do. Here's what we'll do. We'll do Wednesday, rain. Thursday, rain. Friday, a little bit of snow, a little bit of rain, a little shimmy shimmy. Then we go to Sunday, got a little rain, rain again. Oh, it's looking like snow. They just changed it on me. Fuck the weather guy. And then we got Monday. It's a little cloudy, but nobody gives a fuck. Wednesday, raining again. Mm-hmm. I mean, what a shitty week. What a shit, shit week. The grass is going to be all muddy. I'm not going to be able to go outside and gym. That's a good sure. thing for some classes. That's a bad thing for others, you know? We're outdoor adventure. What's the, is it just adventure now? Like, I don't understand what to do in gym now. Yeah, that's a good question. And that moves on to our uh, next... I do want to get back to the NFTs and the metaverse, but little this is a little segment um, on the school topic that we call Best Bathroom in School, Where Do I Take a Shit? Now, um, David, as a very tall guy, uh, how tall are you exactly, sort of the viewers? Um, like 6'3", six, 6'4". Six, Holy Christ in my butt. That is pretty tall. Um, you, Why is Christ in your butt? Uh, it's, uh, metaphorical. Um, now, David, you need, the, the, the bathroom experience has to accommodate to your leg size. Um, I assume that it definitely affects the bathroom experience, but 
I just want you to be transparent. What is the best bathroom at DHS to defecate in, David? You know, I have a secret gem of a bathroom spot mm. that I don't want to give away just because I want to be the one that uses it. I respect um, that. I respect that. That is a personal devious lick if I've ever seen one. <laughs> um, uh, respectfully. I don't, need, I don't need you guys thinking up my, uh, my space, but uh, maybe, maybe on a special... Uh, edition of the podcast. Yeah, I, I, I honestly it. wouldn't tell Bo and I either because we'd stick it up. Oh, let's be real. We, uh, but in the second best place, I think the le- you want when you're looking for the best bathroom, you need the least amount of traffic. Okay, you can't have people walking in all the time because honestly, it's a little harder to shit when someone's standing right next to you. You know what I mean? Like you're just I, not as comfortable. You're not in your, David, in your zone. I'm gonna tell you right now. I, I'm a shy peer. I can't pee. It's not even poop. It's peed for me too. I have an issue. Um, sorry to interrupt here. Uh, I, I do want to hear it, but I got to tell you, when someone's next to me and I'm trying to pee, I'm shy. I can't do it. Someone's watching me. I got to sing the happy birthday in order to do it. And sometimes that doesn't even work. You're so, a shy guy. I, I am a shy guy. I can't yeah, that, pee That's an issue. People. That's an issue. I, it's, I it's, see with peeing, peeing, I, I'm not too much of a shy guy, but when it comes to the poop, first of all, if you're going to sit down next to me, fuck you. Let me tell you the rules of the bathroom. All right. You walk in the bathroom, you got the urinals. All right. Urinal on this side, urinal all the way on that side. If there's nobody there, one guy goes on one end, one guy goes on the other, right? A third guy yeah. gets there, the third guy goes in the middle, all right? right? I don't want you next to me. You're fucking mental if you're going next to me. There's an That's issue, true. all right? I, if, if you're going next to me, I'm going to go off on you. I'm going to I'm gonna wash my hands. I'm going to spray it on you. I'm going to do a little spray. I'm you're going to do, do a spritz. You're going to do a spritz. Spritz you. It, it, it pisses me off. You, you, you shouldn't sit next to me in a stall either. Right. So to, to avoid this bathroom like D Hall, D Hall, if there's three stalls, very nice bathroom, overpopulated mm. by freshmen mm. now. Oh yeah. Doing God knows what in there, but that, that's not part of the story. We're we're sitting in we're sitting in the stall. This guy sits next to me, but there's another stall right on the other side, and I'm like, I'm like, I'm I'm thinking about knocking on the stall, being like, my guy, what's going on here? Like, um, you got so an David, issue? to 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 avoid this problem. Where do we go? Where where do we go? Cause I don't know. I'm I, I sure shit. Uh, Josh doesn't know. Where where do we go? So, my personal choice, the best one. Obviously, I try to avoid taking a shit at school as much as possible. But with the bulk, you know. Yeah. Uh, with a head, a lot of protein. Like you got to do what you got to do. It's worth so, it. Gains. Um, right in front of the athletic entrance, that massive bathroom. Not a lot of people go there, but the bathroom is massive. Plenty of stalls, plenty of spacing, Josh. You don't want that person sitting next to you. They're deliberately going to have to not sit next consciously to you. choose to sit next to you if they wanted to. See, and, Then you can like pour water on them. I and, understand. And, and that's something I would like to add on to. Psychopath status. Psychopath status. If you are in that 17-stall bathroom, okay, and somebody has the audacity, has the nerve to pull down their drawers and let their stanky sack go right let me let me puzzle it all hypothetical for you you're in the bathroom you're pooping but this time all the stalls don't have doors you're still why why are these why are there no doors with these stalls this seems like they, a very, there's no wall it's, it's not the hypothetical it, it's a it, it, let, like, let, let me just pose this for you you're in the bathroom there is all 16 stalls 
but no walls or doors. You're just pooping next to somebody. And that's what you're doing. It's the same thing. There's those, those stalls are not rooms, ladies and gentlemen. They have holes on the bottom. They have holes on the top. They have that crack down the middle that everyone sees you for a split second. It's all happened to everyone. Don't deny it if it hasn't. Now, if, if there were no doors, you'd be like, what the fuck? I'm just taking a shit next to someone. This is so strange. But that, that's, that's essentially what you're doing when you're pooping at school with somebody else in there. Yeah, but how do you think pooping in the metaverse is going to be? That's a good question. And that takes us right back to the metaverse. David, what will pooping in the metaverse be? Well, obviously, you're just going to shit your pants in real life. Like, obviously, I don't think... Like, do you think they're going to add an animation Facebook. for pooping? You just said it. Like, for poop coming out of your butt. You think they'll add a, an animation in there for it? Will there be or an... Just a gonna poop? Ask a I think the, pro the problem is, is that if you have the full body suit... Mm. It's not going to be possible. What Obviously, if they leave a little hole? The what metaverse. if they leave a little hole? It, like a translucent hole? A, translu a, a translucent hole. That's totally it's valid, not. if you ask me. We're going we're gonna to need to get you on the design team for this one, because I can't even begin. See to what I mean? They call the me Jeff Babros. Right. Babros. Jeff Babros. 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 All right, anyways, let's talk, about, let's talk about something else, David. You're fucking tall. Like, how did this happen? <laughs> How tall are your parents? Like, like, what happened here? I don't know, man. I'm just, I'm just blessed. I think my dad's like six foot. Uh, my brother is almost as tall as me, like maybe six one, six two. And Shout out here? E Dog. Uh, Shout out E Dog. He's a freshman. He's a freshman. Eric, Eric's been. Uh, I didn't want to say. Eric's his, been killing it. I, I didn't want to say his name. I said E Dog to try to make it look like, just to not say his name. But you said it. Shout out Eric. <laughs> Shout out Eric. Yeah. Uh, Thanks, uh, thanks for, you know, being considerate, but it's okay. I'm sure he'll love to hear his name on the podcast. Um, yeah, but the man's, he's, he's one lucky fuck, let me tell you that. Because uh, if I started working out uh, as early as he has, um, it would be a completely different game. Going into freshman year already having, like, a basis, like a knowledge of lifting is, like, very good. And um, obviously, like, when you're going through puberty, like in the early stages, your testosterone is through the roof. So basically, He's pumping. at that age, at that age, you're literally on natural steroids, basically. Aren't we all? Uh, David, but I think that you were just like, I, I honestly, and not to sh shit on your uh, shit on your umbrella, as they say, but uh, freshman year, I, w what if you were just like skinny then? And then like... Regardless of working out, what if your body wasn't just meant to be big then? Because, like, personally for me, freshman year, even if I tried to work out, I feel like I just would still be, like, the same, you know, same same situation. I feel like a lot of freshmen are, like, just not there yet. I like, think it's a lot of genetics, were... and I think it's a lot of, like, oh, no, I, just when I you was... start growing. No, I, you... absolutely not. I was not. I was, like, I was... Honestly, it was like, it's weird. I just you, remember... You weren't really skinny um, at all. You were actually just kind of normal. No, no. I was very skinny. Like, you could see the rib cage. Like, my chest was literally all bone. Um, I was one skinny motherfucker. And it's weird, actually. It's funny, like, I was looking back. And I, I was hanging out with this one girl. I'm not gonna, you know, expose anybody, but... We'll just call I her, was like, we'll just call her Penelope for the podcast purposes. Penelope. No, we'll sure. call her Big P. Big P. Big P. Big P, but Big P. Her, 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 her name is Penelope. Let's be honest. Shout out Penelope. Freshman, freshman, like freshman year, 
I like going. I was very oblivious. Bo knew me in eighth, uh, middle school. I was like, probably like the clueless, the most clueless fucking kid. It was you hilarious. Were, I was. You were. I was, you were a gamer, I, dude. You were a gamer back I was in a, the day. I I was a complete idiot, and I it was, was not self aware about literally anything. Um, and it was it was honestly kind of like blissful ignorance because like, what I learned going through high school is that people could be dicks. And in eighth grade, I learned that too, but I just, like, didn't care, and I kind of did my own thing, like, I didn't mind, whatever. But I was hanging out with this girl, and we were swimming, and, like, she made, like, a comment about, like, my, like, my body, and I had never thought about it, like, as being weird, I thought it was just, like, me. And then I was like, holy fuck, maybe she's right, and I started looking at people around me, and that was really hard, like, really tough. Absolutely. Um, I think, but David, like, then again, dude, you look at some of the freshmen nowadays, and oh my, oh me, oh my, it is, it is like, I was a, you're not alone either, like, that, that's not true, like, with the freshmen nowadays, because I was an absolute fucking chunker when I was a freshman, like, holy Christ, I looked like I was five. Yeah, I think so, it all just, like, it all just well, that's, that's all of us, like, it's, okay. it's different yeah. for everybody, like, you, you can't control it, but yeah, you're looking fucking fast. great now. And like I looked down, I look, I walk, I walk down the hallways with Bo, and I see all these photos of upperclassmen from like years and years ago, and they straight up look like they're forty, like like in the movies, like yeah. people that they put in the movies who don't look like high schoolers at all. Like that was a thing. I don't understand how we look like so young compared to these seniors back in the day, like full men, full men. That yeah, well, absolutely. I, mean, I don't know. David's like, like yeah, I, know, I mean, I look like a, I'm a full man. No, not a, not a full, not, not yet, but, you know, obviously, like, what you were saying before, it's, like, how you felt like you couldn't, like, when you tried to work out, and you didn't get any progress, like, that's, like, a lot of, like, a trap that a lot of people fall into, and that was something that I went into when I first started trying to lift, like, like, no. just lift, like, maybe, like, a year and a half ago, I was playing soccer, and I just decided to lift, and I lifted, and I did make some improvement, but it was, like, to the point where it was, like, almost not noticeable to See, anybody here's the thing my, even myself. here's the thing though um i 100 percent agree with that except i didn't deliberately ever grind and that's like the that's, difference yeah. like you have to grind and you have to be very very committed um yeah i was wondering were you ever at like a point where you so, just like stopped doing it did you ever like just stop doing it because you weren't committed and then like you went back to it did that ever happen to you it's not that I wasn't committed, it was more like discouraged. Because before I did research, I I got like I got on a plan that I found online and it was good and I followed it for the most part and I made almost no progress. But as I learn and like to the point where I am now, I'm not a professional by any means, but like the internet's a wonderful place because you have people who have had 20, 30 years of experience who are telling their stories, like their tips, and you just taken all this information and what I learned is that I was my my plan was structured like shit I wasn't eating I wasn't sleeping sleeping is literally 60% of the work eating is 30% of the work and then actually lifting the weight is 10% it's everything around the lifting really I, I didn't even difference. think about that so how actually. if you can just explain because I, I genuinely want to know now like how does sleeping have to do with uh, like getting bigger well, and well Obviously, sleep is where your body repairs itself. 
like that's why like you lose a pound in your sleep because it's like even though your sleep your body is working yeah that, to repair dude, itself clean itself yeah obviously i'm not a huge gym bro but we did watch in weights and conditioning a video basically saying like when you're in uh when you're sleeping like it, it is key like it you lose so much weight while you're sleeping and if you get like more than eight hours of sleep you burn hella calories like eight hours apparently is the key to uh yeah and to, like, also your shit. yeah the other 40 percent, which is like the food is that your body needs fuel like protein or energy from carbs yeah or like healthy fats to to make the muscle in the first place so you can lift as much as you want i was stuck benching like 35s on each side like i only got a plate for one right and i was stuck on that for like months but that's because i would go in every day but i would you know play soccer and i'd lose all these calories and i wouldn't eat enough to first of all gain back the calories, the calories you that lost. i lost and on top of that build muscle which so is very you, hard to do you guys want to hear a funny story about uh lifting so i'm at the perk yesterday after school and i'm benching and um I'm talking to the sophomore who's huge about like uh, about like gym, the gym and staying committed and such and he's talking to me and he just like see, he's like he sees this kid and he like nods at him and then the other kid comes over and it's like a short little ginger kid with like orange braces and he's like smiling huge smile on his face and I'm just like what is going on here so eventually he uh he comes over to me and he's like, you're benching with the women's bar, buddy. Kind of soft, huh? And I'm just like, just like, what? I was very confused. So eventually I decided, um, I was like, uh, no, there was, uh, there was like, there was no, there was, sorry, there was no woman, like there was no other bars. Like it was, you know, it was the only one. And, um, eventually so he's like, keeps like shit talking to me about it. And I'm like, then lift this. And I was like maxing out. So it was a decent amount of weight. And the kid couldn't lift it. And it was so weird. And so like the whole perk is watching this. And then I just like kind of like go away. And then he's like making faces behind my back the whole time. So he's weight shaming you. And then you stick up for yourself. He gets yeah, put in this place. And, and then and he's like, he's upset about it. He gets upset no, no. that he got put <laughs> he in this place. He wasn't even weight shaming me. He was like mad at me for using the woman's bar when there was no other bars left. It was... It was so strange, and so, like, I, like, told him, I was, like, there's no other bars left, and I was, like, I, I made, like, up the weight with, like, dumbbells, or with, um, plates, and he, he just, he didn't, it was so weird, and, yeah, it was just, like, he kept making faces behind my back, and then, like, I, like, I'm not gonna, like, I'm not gonna be a dick to the kid, like, he's just, like, a freshman, of course. but I was just, like, so confused, so that brings me up to the question, what happened to perk culture, man? <laughs> Well, dude, it's like... <laughs> what happened to perk culture? culture? I, I worked out at... I have another funny story. But I worked out at the perk, like, one time. And it was, like, my first time working there since freshman year. And I was hitting chest. And I put on 35s for incline. And, you know, which is, like, not lightweight, but, like, for where I go to Lifetime and people are rubbing out, like, That's not bad. plates and then some yeah. on, on whatever... And these kids were looking at me like I was Jesus Christ yeah. himself. Like <laughs> I descended upon them to lift 115. <laughs> like, first of all, that's not even, that's not even impressive. 
115. But these, they were in awe. And I was like, all right, like, enjoy the show, I guess. I don't know. It's got to be yeah, a good dude. feeling, though. Like, all that, all that work you put in. Tell it me was, it's not it a was, good feeling. It was a confidence boost because when you work, like, with people who were, like, on steroids and, like, a shit ton of drugs. They look good to you. people who have been, or who have, yeah, who, people who have been working for years. Um, that's another thing. Like, literally, like, looking big is just time. You can't rush it. Like, your body needs to but, whatever. David, don't you think but, that, like, eventually some people look too big? Like, when I go to, when I go to Export Fitness... Not I, I hate them. By what the, the way. fuck I'll, is export fitness? Exactly. That's I'll get into all problem. That's your first problem. Hey, hey, don't problem. Talk shit You're about going to export don't talk about, fitness. Don't talk, don't talk shit about export, bro. I love export. All right, listen. Export, you that, was the, that was like my first real gym. I went with Andre. Shout out Andre. Dude, yeah, dude. Andre, I, I remember. Andre the I, I remember. No, I remember Andre, dude. He was at your birthday party one year. Yeah. Yeah. No, Andre's Andre's sick. Andre. Yeah. Okay. Sorry. Anyway. Go ahead. Anyway. Um. Eventually, uh, I'm at Export Fitness, and there's these dudes who look like they're they are on steroids, and that they're way too big, and it just looks like unnatural. Like it's not even good at that point. It's just like what what's going on here? You know what I'm saying? Yeah. That's that's the one depressing thing about the gym. It's like, in the words of Bro Science himself, if you guys like Bro Science, if you've ever heard him on YouTube, he was hilarious. Like big, like eight, seven, eight years ago. Uh, I was just rewatching all of his videos, but he said, the day that you first start lifting is the day that you'll always feel small. Because if, if you know, like Arnold said, a pump is better than coming. You know what I mean? Dude, I was about to say that. <laughs> I was literally, you saw that video. That would, you know what, Josh, can we do this? Can we do play that video? Like when we just say play that video and the video comes up. All right, ready? We'll do, we'll do a little countdown. Ready? Three, Three two, two, one. Play, play that video. Play that video. video. Play that video. Play that fucking video. Play that fucking All right. video. Alright, All right, let's play it. You guys cut you, it. Whatever. You saw whatever. you saw the uh you saw the video just now. It's better than coming. That was wonderful editing. Yeah. Uh, um, thank you. Sorry audio <laughs> listeners, there's no video for you. <laughs> but, we uh, got we got copyrighted. Good. First episode. Yeah. First episode, yeah, you know, okay. these things happen. You I know, you, you already know how it is. All right, continue. Um, but see the thing, the fun. So oh, go, go, go no, please, please, I insist. Right. I insist. <laughs> Thank you. Um, but basically, the pump is when all the blood rushes, rushes to, to your muscles, and it and it makes you look. <laughs> it's, makes you look it's better than having. Massive. It's better than going to have sex with woman and gummy. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, you're you're always. So you look at yourself in the mirror and you're like, holy fuck, I want to look like this True. without a pump. So then you work hard for months and then you get to the point where you look like that without a pump. But you were constantly working, looking at yourself in the mirror, and now you look even bigger with a pump. And you're like, holy fuck, dude, look like that But dude, a pump. Does it not low-key give you the heebie-jeebies that blood is rushing to your muscles? Like, I feel like No, that... I love it. It's I love it. It's better than, than coming. <laughs> <laughs> okay, okay. I mean, we've established this. We have established this that I'm not going to Wait, wait, wait. wait. I, if we're talking about coming, we might as well say, like, how about the metaverse, you know? In the, in the metaverse? <laughs> like, let's just it's talk always, about it's it. It's always back to the metaverse. I mean, just think it, about it, It's though. because everything is, like, everything is connected to the metaverse because the no, metaverse is going to be real life. And before, let me... Before, oh, wait, hold before on. Before you get back to the metaverse. Oh, my God. Okay, go, go. You know, call me crazy, call me clam, if you will. But 
I truly believe we're in a metaverse right now. We're like, we Bold don't even statement. know it, but we're Bold in like statement. a simulation like metaverse. And I know that's always crazy when someone says that, but at, at, all the smart people, all the smartest people in the world have said it, you know, like, and, and let me, let, here's why. Here's my theory of, of why I think we're in a simulation. And not like a simulation meaning like we're being simulated. A simulation meaning we are studied. We are you can't describe by... simulation with simulation. No, I said I don't mean it by like an actual simulation. Like I don't mean like we're being simulated. I mean, this is what I mean. 50 years ago, when our parents were kids around, um, they, you know the video game Pong? Like it, you, it goes back and forth. It's with the two different things. It goes like boop, boop, boop. You know what I mean? Yeah. Oh, yeah, of course. So that was 50 years ago. And the universe and everything there is to know has been around for billions and millions and quadrillions of years. When other, when other planets and civilizations have been advancing. And now there's, in 50 short years, there's VR where you can go into a completely different dimension and have alternate feelings and be in a 360 different world and walk around. Now imagine 50 years from now, it's like basically double VR. It's gonna be insane. It's gonna be like a full body suit metaverse. Think about 150,000 years from that. All right, let's and talk, let's talk hypothetical. Have you seen the Rick and Morty episode where it's like, where Rick uses those people to power his car? What'd you say? Let's say it again. I don't, think it, I don't think it picked up. Say that one more time. Um, have you seen the Rick and Morty episode where Rick uses those little people to power his car? And in that, yeah. in yeah. those little people, there's another little people. That's the kind of idea I mean. Like, we are in, our, like, our world is in a, people are watching us, so we don't, they don't make the same mistakes we do, type deal. Yeah, I, I think that's weird to, like, think about, because, unfortunately, there's, there's nothing not to prove it. I, I also just want to say, there's, like, certain things that people don't believe in that I find fucking ridiculous. Like, how do people still, not, like, not believe in aliens? Haven't we proved that they're very much real? Honestly, I just think less of them. Like, that that's just, co- like, logical thinking to me. I, I mean, call me a dick. I'm sorry. I, I just think, I just think they're not, I, mean, I don't, I, they're not ready to pounce, dude. They're, they're ready to, they're ready to fucking throw like, hands. They're going to come down with- any day they want. You don't. You won't see it coming. They're Dude. they're gonna come in their little UFO. They've already. They're gonna fucking fuck us all. Bro, they've already. With their down. little the little you lasers. Think, listen, man, uh, let me let me hit you. Let me hit you with uh, an idea here. We've taken pictures of stars of multiple planets, literally galaxies and universes away, in like 4K HD. Caught in 4K. But when we have a UFO, when we have a UFO literally above our ocean it's literally like the the most stupid like blurry looking video you've ever seen see now see D- david there could me... be a bigger thing behind all this david I'm hold not on saying, a i believe this necessarily but this is a fucking plan <laughs> the, the higher order dude i'm telling you like we're in, all this we are in some shit state. right now bro because are... realistically this is why I don't think we have found aliens. If aliens became so technologically advanced, like look at us as an example, us humans, we haven't even began to explore our own universe. Like we haven't had the technology for that yet, but 
we are creating virtual worlds that can simulate reality. Wait. So before we even get out to our like next solar system, like our next David, but check this out, dude. To even look for aliens or for aliens to look at us, we're creating our own virtual world. But David, check this out, dude. So in theory, if aliens became just as technically advanced, technologically advanced as us, they would be going through a similar process where their technology becomes so advanced that they have no reason to leave. Like, we're not going to even have a reason to leave our homes. Why would they have a reason to leave our planets if these worlds that we're creating virtually are so Do you think we have our priorities home? in check, though? Like, you know do you I mean? think that we should be focusing on technology as opposed oh, to the absolutely. UFOs and aliens and... But, David, like, check this out. Other, other life you guys in gotta, you guys the gotta world. Like, you know what you, I mean? Like, what do you think you guys gotta is remember. more important as of right now in our time? Can you guys hear me? Well... Now there's another there's another theory. Honestly, Honestly I don't if if oh, oh god. god sorry there's an echo in my in my head so scared the shit out of me. <laughs> yeah, sorry my um, mic cut out. No, let, no, let, let me you're let good. me let me just uh, say something real quick. What you guys are failing to understand is this, and maybe you do understand. Oh. I can't oh, really there. tell, but let me just say it. I think you guys don't understand this. <laughs> While we are making a world inside of our own world. Our world has already been made by probably another world. Oh, I understand. But so that's what I'm Earth saying. Too? What's the point of the... So even if, even if we're in our own... Fuck, in our own simulation, why would there be a reason for these people to create more people for us to find? Maybe it's like a hypothetical, though. It's like an experiment that they're well, no. whatever. Yeah, that's what but I'm let's saying. Say, they're, they're, I think if another civilization did make us, they're using us for a simulation to see, like how they would do in certain situations so they hit us with shit. Like, crazy shit. Yeah. Yeah, but then you also have to think, what if these aliens, let's say they are in our own universe, like they don't know that they're, they themselves are in a simulation, or that, let's say, hypothetically, we're not in a simulation at all, and we have this, these aliens that have become so technologically advanced that they've been able to, to find every other living organism like them in the universe. They would they would see us as like literal ants. Like how we see ants. They have their oh own gods. But if we stepped on one if, or like passed over one, we wouldn't have a second thought. These aliens could be so advanced that they think of us as literal bugs. Like they just what if walk they think of our universe as us, they don't care. What if they look think of our universes as literal bugs? And in those universes there's little galaxies and such. Like it's just crazy how actually small we are. Like when I look yeah. around my room right now, I don't see a big room. I see a little box in a giant. Do you universe. believe in there being like a different version of yourself in a different, uh, one hundred part? Dude, Stephen Hawking, fucking, has has proven. Is the it is it called universe, a doppelganger? Yeah. Is that what they're called? Or what are they called? No, I mean that's just someone who looks exactly like you. You know, when I was in Italy, I met an Italian doppelganger. Funny enough, in a white shirt and a red tie, what I'm wearing right now. But what was his name? True. I met it. I don't remember. I met him on Facebook while I was in Italy. We met up in Puglia, and I saw him. It was crazy. How have you never told me this? I hope you never told me this. What do you think? Obviously, for years. Uh, Please. I mean, I just don't remember it. It it was like I was like ten years old. It was so far. It was so long ago. But he looked exactly like me. I don't remember him. Didn't get his name. Didn't get a picture. That's fucking nuts. There was a picture. We took a picture of him. 
but I didn't take a picture with him. So let's let's post that picture up right now. Yeah, it's right here. Let's put it on the screen. I, I don't think we put, can. Put I don't screen. think I'll find it. It was on. <laughs> it's probably on. Facebook if there's no there. photo, a photo of Daniel <laughs> um, will go up instead. Okay, uh, photo of Daniel, boom, it right. just went up. All right, man. Um. All right, so I think it's, this is gonna wrap it up for now. Um. This was. Clamp Club. Club. Volume one. Clamp Club. Actually, though, like fucking great yeah. podcast, boys. Like we're gonna we're gonna bring it back. Hopefully, we can have you on again, David. Um, Clamp Club will be yeah, returning for, sure. for a week like, two. Like a we'll nice have another one. guest, and if not, it'll just be me and Bo. It'll be great either way. And yeah, no matter what, it's gonna be dope. But if you want us to, in particular, have someone, find us and tell us face to face. Do not contact me on any social media. That is gonna be it. David Jockis, any last words? No, thank you for having me on. And by the way, you know, sorry to I'm interrupt really you. Excited. I've interrupted oh, you at least 45 on. million times today. <laughs> but for the last interruption, just to kick it out, I was kidding about that uh, about that find me thing. You, you don't have to find me. But if you can find me, find yeah, me. Yeah, but like, anyway, anybody who wants to be in it, just let us know. Hey, come up to me. Yeah. Whatever the, whatever the fuck you want. I don't care. It'll be fun. You'll have a good time. David did a fucking fantastic job. I mean, claps for David. Claps for David. Wonderful job. And, and, too kind. And not only that, um, it's only going to get better from here. This is the first one. We're obviously learning how to do this stuff. Um, yeah. Yeah, clam out. Clam, clam. Clam, clam. Be, be a clam. Thank you, guys. Anytime. For sure. That's going to be it. David Jockus, Volume 1. Catch us next time for Clam Club. Nice. And that's a wrap.